Hey friends, welcome back to Sermon Notes. I'm Amy Jo Girardier and... My name is Garrett Gregory. Yeah. And we've got the boys here today. Ooh. Boom. All right, so are... church at West Franklin and the new church at West End. So this is Brandon Abbott right here in the Yay. best. And that is Mr. Matt Pearson uh, right there. And uh, guys, it's the day after Easter. How we doing? Yay. <laughs> my word. And two Wes. Uh, I'm taped. Oh, oh man. Well, that's going to be. <laughs> that's going to be a great podcast. That's Go horrible. <laughs> Turn, uh, turn it this is off. the day after Easter, and here's if we just uh, peel back the curtain of mm. a day in the life of mm. just you guys, and this isn't in the thing, but this should be fun. Brandon, this is your first Sunday, yeah. campus and teaching pastor, church at West End in Columbia. Yep. I heard it was a great day yesterday. They showed photos here at the Brimwood campus yeah. of everything happening. Um, walk me through like your morning, like when did you wake up? When did you get to the church? What was going through your brain? What was your outfit of the day? Yeah, yeah. outfit of the day. How did you pick yeah. out your Easter outfit? But if we're going, okay, this is our new campus teaching guy. Yeah. Uh, Matt, we're coming to you. No, Same okay. question. No, it's no, okay. no, no, no. Hold on there a minute. Okay. Auburn Auburn down. and Alabama right next yeah. to each other as friends. What was day in the life? What did it look like for you yesterday? So so the first thing I did was I got in the uh, the West Franklin bus that was on loan from Nolensville and <laughs> drove it to Columbia. It's ma- making the that's rounds. Amazing. Yeah. That's, well, let me uh, do that one more time. Still got the, <laughs> the, still West got the old Franklin logo band. It's got the old West Franklin logo on it that Dave Allen did here. When we, yeah, so um, so we borrowed the, the West Franklin bus from Nolensville to use at Columbia. Did you know where? Or have you lost your buses? Do you uh, know we've still got one. We <laughs> two. There is a kingdom yeah, illustration in there. There's a lot of caring and sharing going on mm. right here. So my son and I, we, we piled in that. It. Thank you. We piled in that bus and we drove it. We drove it on down uh, to Columbia. Uh, so that was the first thing that I did. Uh, another interesting thing that I found myself doing was um, putting on a, a pair of uh, frog togs, uh, waders. Okay. Because you know we got the the old uh, uh, kind of style baptism. Uh, one one young lady in our congregation said, "Mama, why do they have a sink on the wall?" Oh. But uh, it was a, it was an old school baptism. We had a baptism in both services. Praise the Lord! We had that's our awesome. first Sunday. We had a baptism. One of them in, a Davenport. Uh, one of them was a Davenport. Sure was. Yes. Yeah. West Franklin ties. Bus Davenport. Yeah, man. This is nothing but <laughs> kingdom wins everywhere right now, boys. West West. People leave in West Franklin. You know. <laughs> that no it's not that it's not that at all <laughs> they moved they did move yeah it's not my fault Matt. i'm sorry but we need to talk this out right there's now. listen there's some unsettled business i love it uh, i'm here from the football it. field apparently we need to work out but oh, um, i'm not better oh <laughs> keep going gosh <laughs> in all sincerity like you know one of the biggest struggles has been anytime you have a new start anything like that and of course this is my first time just being a campus pastor you know, let alone a, a new church start. And so, you know, you constantly have these these encouragements from those that you work with, like, you don't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to do everything. You don't have to be that guy. Uh, and so we have an incredible launch team. Uh, we had, you know, about 50 families, really, that, that came to be a part. And so, so many great leaders uh, that would come up and say, tell me what to do. You mm-hmm. know, but the reality is you still got to run far enough ahead of them to tell them what to do, yeah. Yeah. to help them understand. And so just for this first week, I was still doing a lot of <laughs> running around, hop, skipping, and jumping, and uh, between oh. hop, no. see what I did there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, putting on the waiters and the white robe, and and uh, that was that awesome. was different. But, um, but it was incredible, man, just to look out there and see, honestly, to look out and see faces I didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of folks blessed us, came down from Station Hill, uh, to be a part, uh, a lot of folks on the launch team, obviously that we knew, but then so many people we just we didn't know mm-hmm. that, that heard from 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 social media, you know, from things like this that they heard that we were doing something, they just wanted to come check it out. That's so so, so is it true you had to use overflow. 
We did uh, wow. first service. We had forty mm-hmm. folks in overflow. We wow. set up set up some chairs and a TV with some rabbit antennas and <laughs> and uh, we 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 put fro- that sucker on frog togs frog togs and rabbit antennas uh, right after meal day. So <laughs> we had all the animals, all the animals. Yeah. all the animals represented. It was like Noah's Ark. It was great. <laughs> So we had it. one of everything. That is fantastic. <laughs> that really is. That's everything. awesome. It was. It was that a fantastic, fantastic day. Yeah, it was. It was. It, I said this to somebody. Like we we were full. So it was a lot of energy. There was a lot of things happening. But but praise God. Like none of our systems were really taxed. Mm-hmm. So we were really worried about well, how are we going to handle you know people's babies and and kids mm-hmm. and and all of that when they come through and how are we going to deal with the parking lot and all mm-hmm. those kinds of things and God just worked it all out. You know through the right. through all the great leaders that we had, uh, <laughs> He just uh, orchestrated a truly beautiful day so it was awesome yeah maddie what about you same thing what's day in the life campus teach campus and teaching pastor at church at west franklin did you drive the other west franklin bus is that what you <laughs> no, did okay just checking not. you let wade have it over at nolensville <laughs> hit on through that we use it we use the other one okay you still have the little thing you pull down that honks the horn like you installed maybe okay. <laughs> perhaps um i've never driven it really? I, ha- I have Good. Same. Yeah. Good. We'll tell you about chicken wings I left in it one year at a mission trip. It's a that long story. It might have been your van. I think one of our senior uh, adults came to tell me about that. I what time? What time you get up in the morning on Easter Sunday? It's an ungodly. Okay. This Four. this Sunday I got up at three thirty. Okay. Wow. What I happens? Get up at, I usually. I hate to say that because it's just how I roll. Okay. I, I'd much rather be early morning. You're naturally were you naturally morning person. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So usually every Sunday, my, my routine's the same every Sunday. Uh, this and I just backed up 30 minutes. I had to be there earlier. Well, walk us through the routine in, in two minutes or less. Um, <laughs> every Sunday I wake up at 4 and I, I go over my sermon, read my I'll manuscript every sermon. Okay. And I... Uh, Let's uh, pause. Sorry. Viewers watching. You said two minutes. You, you, you're right. Clock time out. Right. He manuscripts his sermon. Define <laughs> that. What does that mean? I type out every word I plan to say. Okay, and you take that manuscript up to the pulpit, or no. you do not take it up? Sunday morning, I wake up, I read it again, and I put, oh, I'm using my handy-dandy Act Scripture journal now. Yes, you are. Uh, but when I don't have my journal, I use sticky notes, and I just put key points, especially if I've got something on the screen, and okay. I want to make sure I say it word for word, I, put, I write it down. Cool. Writing it down helps get in my head. I mm. uh, take about an hour, hour and a half on Sunday morning doing that, and uh, then I go for an hour walk with nothing. Where I just preach it to myself. Around the neighborhood. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Preach it to myself. And uh, then I get back and get ready, uh, have some breakfast, and I'm usually at the office between 7 and 7.30. This past Sunday, just back everything up 30, 45 minutes. Got it. Yeah. But every, that's been my routine for as long as I know. But I also know cool. a nap is waiting. <laughs> that's right. But, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm an early morning. It's yeah. cool to pull back, pull back the curtain a minute and go, how, how do these guys function? Because we see you guys up on stage, behind a pulpit, maybe not, but who are they before all of that happens? Mm-hmm. That's, thanks for mm-hmm. kind of yeah. letting mm-hmm. us in. Yeah. So we heard a little bit about um, what was going on at um, the church at West End. Mm. It's awesome. Matt, w- you're understanding the, the routine of getting your sermon, but mm-hmm. does, it, does it change anything like... How do you combat, or maybe you don't, but uh, when you have an Easter sermon, does mm-hmm. that like ramp it up for you, or <laughs> it does? Okay. I, I always tell myself not to. Yeah, uh, but you just can't help it. I mean, right. you, you know, there's going to be a lot of people there. Yeah, uh, a lot of people you 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 don't know. A lot of people you've seen last time Christmas Eve. I mean, yeah. To be honest, um, and so 
uh, over over the years, I have learned not to put as much pressure to try to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. But still, the the um, anxiety is not the right word, but excitement, yeah, uh, adrenaline uh, is there, and um, so yeah, I I don't I don't I I try to be okay with hitting a single, yes, but I yeah. really want to hit a good single, yeah, you know, yeah, base, so, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I think, I think the hardest part for me was just knowing the complexity of the worship service. You know, we talked about the baptism a while ago, having to get the waiters on and things like that. I'd never done that before. <laughs> well, I did. I actually here at Brentwood, I baptized my oldest daughter huh. in our baptistry back when we had that and had to put on the waiters then. <laughs> Not since then. But um, I tried to I tried to say what I needed to say and time out around 20 to 25 minutes uh-huh. because I knew it would go longer and I knew there was so much going on. So there's that added yeah. pressure. You do have a more compressed sermon. Yeah. I'd asked Jay about that, and he said, yeah, I usually try to compress yeah. that a little bit. Yeah. So you Does did he? the same thing. I, no, he didn't yeah. at all, actually. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. He did. <laughs> yes, he did, a, he did a great job. We actually were, were able to worship at uh, Station Hill Saturday, oh, okay. Saturday Good. afternoon. Good. So we were there, yeah. and uh, he, it was it was a home run there. And, and so I told him, I said, you know, don't screw it up because I'm taking notes and what you say is exactly what I'll say, <laughs> you know, at West End right. Sunday morning. But, um, but yeah, there's there's that added pressure yeah. for sure. I think somebody asked me. I was I was just saying. They said, "How's the sermon going?" And I said, "Look, it's only Friday. Don't don't bother me." Yeah. You know. But um, sermons.com Saturday sermons.com Saturday. Kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. And get the emails. But, sermon spice. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, that's for slides, but yeah. So um, anyway, I said, you know, I'm really struggling with it. To be honest with you, I feel like, you know, Jacob and the Lord a little bit kind of wrestling with this thing. And they said, do you think you're putting too much pressure on it mm-hmm. because it's yep. Easter? Yeah. And, and I had to say, yeah, yeah. I, think I'm, yeah. I think I probably am. Yeah. You're human. <laughs> Tell me about the pressure, and I don't want to skip too far ahead, but I think it, it's seamless right here. Yeah. We jumped into Acts 9 on Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. For new guy jumping in. Yep. What kind of curveball was that for you? We're not going after classic Easter passage, but did it work? How did it work? Same question for Matt at West Franklin. Yeah, in my mind, it worked beautifully, and I'll tell you why. Okay. It's because it's one thing to see the resurrection story, but people need to see how the resurrection story applies to their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and and when they put the sermon series together, I think, was that, was that Wade and... Um, I'd say that was... It was Aaron Doug and Doug. Aaron Aaron and Doug. Doug. This yeah. next section is yeah. going to be Wade and... So whoever put uh, it together, yeah. they named it the beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, I struggled with that more than anything. But when I got to thinking about it, I was like, every story has a beginning. For Paul, for Paul, his story was not just the beginning for Paul; it was the beginning for largely the church and certainly for the Bible. Yep. Yeah. You know, thirteen of the twenty-seven New Testament books are, are Paul. Um, but so I shared. I literally opened my opening illustration was my own testimony. This was mm-hmm. let me tell you the beginning for me. Um, and the beauty of that was it wasn't. It was the anti-Paul. Uh, it was, you know, I was a third grader, a boring yep. little third grader yep. that had never done anything. I, I told him it was like, boring in your life. It, well, it wasn't like I came back and stopped stealing cars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you know, when Hot I went wheels? to, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. when I Sorry, went to RA I'm camp, I said yeah. RA camp, which is is basically uh, boys, Boy Scouts for Southern Baptists yeah. is what yeah. that yeah. is. You know? Oh, I've been. Yeah, I've been. I bet plastic grits and what's that place we went to in middle Birmingham? Um. I don't know that I've been there. The you've, been to the, you've been to the RA camp in, yes. uh, what was it called? Shaco. Shaco Springs. Springs. Plastic grits. Yeah, we're not oh, going to talk about Shaco Springs. Hurt your, hurt your finger. Grits. That's yeah. exactly Sorry. right. No. Sorry. That Mount Moriah was one of the dorms. We called it Mount That's Morbid, right. but that was different. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide, y'all. So when, Sorry, um, yet I digress. Uh, the beauty of that was I was able to say, like, even for the most benign sounding of conversions, like, as I have lived my life, I've watched 
that testimony play out. I've watched mm-hmm. God change mm-hmm. me. And so the ways, and Paul was the same way. I mean, yes, that was a dramatic conversion, mm-hmm. but that took a hot minute for that to settle in for him. You know, I mean, it took some time. He <clears throat> needed other people. He needed Ananias. The scales had to fall off. Mm-hmm. And then we read, you know, in Romans 7, look, the things I want to do, I don't do. The things I don't want to do, I still do. Like, like toil was how he described sanctification. Mm-hmm. You know, and so for so many people, I think they want to see my life before versus my life now, and they want to see that dramatic night and day kind of thing. Well, the reality is, from a spiritual standpoint, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Uh, but from a practical living out your faith standpoint, that change is a lifelong process. Yeah. You know, and, and for a lot of people, eradicating sin in their lives is is just a constant thing. And, and, and I think a lot of folks get stuck on issues, sin issues especially. And, um, and I've actually had to work with some folks who feel like that that's maybe an indictment on their salvation. Mm-hmm. You know, am I really saved if I'm still done? And I was like, man, the, the, the fact that you're convicted of that, yeah. the fact that you see it, that you yeah. recognize it, that you want to change it, is probably evidence of the Holy Spirit in your mm-hmm. life yeah. playing yeah. itself out. And mm-hmm. so from that sense, like, yes, conversion, dramatic, it's the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It's the beginning, and it mm-hmm. plays itself out. So in that respect, it was very easy to kind of take well, I bet, I bet folks coming in, the, if they're visiting West End first time, and they're going, who are these folks? Who's this guy up on stage for you to share a personal story? If I'm that guy, I'm going, okay, I kind of feel like I know Brandon now. Yeah. Um, you almost take your cape off for a minute. Here's where I started, and here's where I'm not Paul. My story looks very different, but yeah. this is who I am. I, I bet they appreciated that. I hope so, man. Everybody in there had their own story. Yep. That's good. You know, and some of them, some of them, uh, Jesus is waiting to introduce themselves to. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Matt, do you like the Acts intro yeah, I, to I, Easter? I, I, I How'd really that go? Did. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, you're okay. <clears throat> uh, I, I really did, and um, you know, at first I was like, oh, mm-hmm, I don't know. But the more I think about it, uh, the way I tried to set it up yesterday was we on Easter Sunday we talk a lot about the actual resurrection, which we should, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we will in the future. But it's sometimes we don't pay much attention to what's the resurrected Jesus doing now? Yeah. yeah. That's what's, it. He, what's he up to? Because he's alive now. Yeah. And so it, yeah. g- it gave us, gave us an opportunity to, to, I liked how you, um, you asked questions of, of putting, and I assume you did this first for yourself as putting yourself in the story of Paul. Mm-hmm. And, um, I loved how you said, where are you at mm-hmm. in that story? And I had never thought of the impact of, um, a mom who may have had her son killed by Paul and then receiving a letter, you know, like when mm-hmm. you, you, you talked mm-hmm. about like the rebel, different things mm-hmm. that it looked like in Paul's story. But for me, I was thinking <coughs> that that was where I found myself yep. in the story mm-hmm. is I don't know how I would be to hear that Paul has, you know, that Saul has become Paul mm-hmm. and what that would look like. Mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was super helpful for me when well, I heard that. I, I appreciate you saying that. And I, I struggled all week whether to include that because it, it wasn't in explicit in the text. Right, right. And I was yeah, reading into the a little, text. It was the message paraphrase a little bit. I'm just wow. teasing. Just teasing. Well, <laughs> yeah, any my, my preaching students, I, I'd say don't do that. You right, know, But right. Uh, I just couldn't shake it. Yeah. And uh, um, I... I, I I knew at least a lot of the people that I knew were going to be there, like West Franklin folks, mm. believe strongly in the resurrection of Jesus yes. and um, forgiveness of sins. But that first verse where he says, where, where Luke says murder, mm-hmm. it just it just kind of stuck in me. Like, okay, there's gonna be there's gonna be some woman whose husband was killed by Saul, mm-hmm. and they're gonna find out that that guy's a preacher for the day. Yeah, and is. What happens when Jesus saves the wrong person? Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. And do we really understand grace? That's yeah. that's where I was trying to go with that. I, so, 
I like that. Um, hmm. Anyway, I, I wrestled with whether to, to go that route all week, and yeah, I I, I did. <laughs> you did. You went there. <laughs> so I thought it was yeah. good. That was helpful. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. The so the Paul thing is it's hard, and I, that's a little bit of this week, isn't it? You mm-hmm. know, like Paul's introduction to the faith community, and, and how I'm so glad you prepared him. already for this next week. <laughs> I just read a paragraph, dude. That's all I did. <laughs> I'm new. Give me a break. I don't want to go on a I preaching knew. team meeting and not know. I knew. Hey, here's the thing. He's gonna call it like guaranteed. You get called on first. I don't. I don't take morning. You know, Sunday morning hour long walks to to go. I mean, I was asleep, mm. so I was driving a bus. <laughs> We're That's driving what you West Franklin bus. It. I'm driving the West Franklin driving bus. Driving that bus, Bless baby. you. Yeah. Bless you. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's the bus where you got to pump the brake, turn the key, have the AC off in order mm-hmm. for it to start. And you Don't have to have, the like, on. the door locked in the back? And Is have that to have the have one? the ace of spades in your back pocket. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> that's why I was 10 minutes late. I had to go get my deck of cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Uh-huh. Love it. Anything that coming out of Easter, you would say, here's our challenge going forward. And for first day, if you had to go back and not to tweak anything or change anything, but how can we pray for you? Mm -hmm. The challenge that's Mm -hmm. ahead at West End, how can we pray for you? Challenge that's ahead that you see coming out of Easter at West Franklin. Yeah. You know, when, when, when I ended the sermon, I said, there's, there's basically two groups of people in here, those that know Jesus and and those that don't. And and for the ones that do, you know, how do we apply this message to us? The reality is, you know, West End is God's idea. He didn't consult us. He didn't ask us if, if, if we wanted him to do it. He just did it, and he called us to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means, though, that he may need to cause us to see things differently than we've seen them before. You know, the truth of Christ mm-hmm. is a blinding light mm-hmm. that wrecks your vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, That's good. He has to blind Thanks. You like that? That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, he has to blind us sometimes to show us the truth so mm-hmm. that we can see the truth. And... You know, and and, and I, I think I talked about this maybe in the last podcast. Um, just the, the the climate and the culture religiously um, of the Columbia area. Um, I saw a lot of reality in the story of Paul. Because here's the thing, you know, Paul was Paul was extraditing people from other places and bringing them to Jerusalem for judgment, and 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 it was with good intentions, right? I mean, he says, I was convinced that I was doing the right thing, mm-hmm. but because of the fall of man, what sin does is it takes our, our best intentions, it takes our ambition, and it makes it blind mm-hmm. ambition. And so what happens is it turns dark, mm-hmm. and we end up objectifying people. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of folks, Matt, a, a lot of folks try to prove their own faith, the validity, the veracity of their own faith by how they treat other people. Mm-hmm. And so they end up indicting others, and you, you, you divide people into two groups. These are the people that I agree with. And these are people that don't. So I'm for you, but I'm against you. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we make religion a prison. Yeah. We extradite people from where they are, and we take them to Jerusalem for punishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what church, I think, has mm-hmm. become for some people. Somebody's and, uh, preaching over here. Mm-hmm. So, well, I just had a lot to say, and I, did, I had 20 minutes. I, I couldn't say <laughs> it all, you know, yeah. You're like, I'll save that for the podcast. Driving the bus down right. the road. One of the questions my manuscript. we ask a lot is, what's on the cutting room floor after yeah, an Easter yeah, Sunday? for sure, for sure. But that was, yeah, that really hit home with me, you know, so how do you pray? You know, it's, it's for our people. It's for our people to, to boldly proclaim uh, truth in love, mm-hmm. you know, to share that message. Because, yeah, absolutely, you know, Paul was at a point in his life where now, I mean, you talk about judgment and indictment. He's the one that's got to talk to that mom now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the one that's got to go and make nice with the disciples when they're trying to get out the back door because, <laughs> you know, who's knocking on the front door, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So um, how many times did he felt, and, and his letters are full of it, he's constantly having to prove himself. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I, look, I'm not worthy to be an apostle, mm-hmm. but yet I am what I am, mm-hmm. you know, and then the grace of God in me is not in vain. Yeah. Uh, so uh, our people, our people need to understand that, that they have authority, they have worthiness to proclaim the gospel. What they don't have authority to do is to indict other people. You know, the Holy Spirit will convict. The Holy Spirit will draw people. They just understand they may be the net that he used to draw. Yeah, that's good. After post-Easter, how do we pray for West Frank? Such a good question. <laughs> how do we pray for you coming out of, of Easter, leading um, the charge? Usually. Easter Sunday is such a high. And then the following Sunday's not. Mm-hmm. And then the following Sunday's worse, and then you go into May, and May's uh, the new December. It's just nuts, and then you get summer. And so, if I if I'm not careful, mm-hmm. you just kind of me and the team, West Franklin team, be like, Easter was great, but now everybody's checked out. What well, compared to Easter numbers, people are, yeah. but. Uh, I think the challenge for us move, moving forward, at least for this next season, the rest of spring and into summer, will be uh, paying attention to the people God has brought us, yeah. God brings us, and is and is locked in, and loving those people well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow in staff meeting about follow up from Easter and that kind of thing. Of course, we want to do a good job of that, but yeah. um, I'm I, I tend I can if I'm not careful, I can pay attention to the Easter numbers and focus on who's not there rather than. Who the yep. people God's put right in front of me, and to your point, I don't want to dehumanize right. someone, but sure. I want to want to want to love the people that God has for us very very well. Very well. So if you'll pray that God give me and us wisdom in that, that'd be great. Can do. Anything else? What what I, we can? I hesitate to ask the question because I I don't want to jump too far back into the text. I know we need to wrap this up here in a minute or two. Um, one of the questions I I forgot to ask and should have asked. Uh, you've got Paul, excuse me, let's go even farther back, Saul. Mm-hmm. Thought he was doing the right thing, realized, golly, blinding light, I am not doing the wrong thing or the right thing. Mike said it yesterday, he realized there's a boss, um, that there's somebody over me in this situation. How do we distinguish between doing something we think is right and maybe it's in his name, maybe it's not? How do we decipher, let me just say, how to distinguish between rebelling um, and doing things in his name. Mm-hmm. How do we make that distinguish? How do, how do we distinguish that? I don't know. I'm probably saying it really poorly. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a really, really good question. Um, I'm, I'm debating whether or not to even mention this example. <clears throat> but it, it's stuff I, I um, deal with as a pastor on a regular basis. The revolutionaries who mm. want to can we cut stuff out if it's not, <laughs> not supposed to be here, or is this all in? It's all in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then, I'll, then I maybe won't, don't share I won't, that. I won't use that. I won't use that example because um, I, I, I think there. This is probably not going to come out the way I intend to on it too. But what I'm trying to say is there is a big distinction between doing things in Jesus's name yeah. that are good, but not doing them in Jesus's way. Mm-hmm. He is not just the truth. He's also the way. Mm-hmm. And the way 
you approach things is, I would say, just as important as what you say and do in his name. Um, so I, I, it, it, takes, it takes wisdom and the Holy Spirit to, to discern that. Uh, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of things being said in Jesus' name that I think with good motives and intentions yeah. sometimes, but it doesn't smell like Christ. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't emote Christ. And so um, I would just encourage listeners to, to pay attention, not to just what, yes, pay attention to what Jesus said, please, yeah. but pay attention to the way he went about it. And check in with the Holy Spirit too. That'd right? be a You're good saying idea. that good with the Holy Spirit, but yeah. it's sometimes we can be so passionate about something, mm-hmm. right? That um, we can forget to say, Lord, help me know how you would go mm-hmm. about doing yep. this mm-hmm. and not be a zealot. I, I don't <laughs> mean to hog, hog the mic here, but oh, I just finished a book last Holy, Holy Week. Uh, it was called Fight Like Jesus by Jason Porterfield. Subtitle something of how Jesus fought for peace during the last week of his life. Fascinating, fascinating book. Thoroughly enjoyed it. One thing he pointed out that how how I could be this old and not know this, I don't know, but I think it's Luke that points out that Barabbas's name first name is Jesus, Jesus Barabbas, and Barabbas means Bar Abba, son of the Father, Jesus, son of the Father, and you got Jesus, son of God. And I didn't know this either, but Barabbas, I knew he was put in jail for insurrection. But the reason they wanted Barabbas is because he had been a proven insurrectionist. Jesus came into town, and they thought he's going to fight for them, destroy people so that the Jews could be defeat the Romans. They realized at the end of the week, he's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, Barabbas has proved it before. Give us that guy. And so in the book, the guy says, do you, do you tend to go towards the Jesus Barabbases who wants to fight, 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 and take people down for your cause? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to give your life? Jesus. Anyway, I, there's that wrestling there and distinctions that we've got to pay attention to, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I, the, whole, the whole origin of the Pharisees to begin with, you know, which obviously during that intertestamental period, you know, here, here's a people that, that, that is trying desperately, correct me on my historical stuff here. Oh, I will. I know you will. <laughs> uh, I've never taken your class. So. Um, I don't teach history. <laughs> if, uh, if, 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 your entire existence has been about being tossed back and forth between Assyria and Egypt, and there's been a massive mm-hmm. uh, insurrection. There's been um, a revolution, and you you got your identity back, and then you self destructed at your own hands. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that was the that's a summary of the intertestamental <laughs> period right there for the mm-hmm. the nation of Israel. And so this group rises up and says, you know, our problem is like we we just don't follow the law. We just don't follow the law. If we just follow the law, we'd be okay. So, so we're going to follow every bit of the law. In fact, you know what we're going to do? We're going to write laws around the laws mm-hmm. so that we don't even go close to the laws. The point is the whole motivation there is fear. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's mm-hmm. fear and, and, and insecurity about their identity because what, what's wrapped up behind that, why does God keep allowing this to happen to us Well, we don't keep his rules is God is up there with a lightning bolt, and if we don't obey him, he's going to zap us. And so we're going to do everything we can to be good enough, to be good enough for God. And so we're going to be the separate ones, the, the Pharisee, like the Pharisee, right? That's where we get that name. And, and so Paul is, is a product of that. His dad was a Pharisee, and so now he's a Pharisee. 
and and uh, and, and so he's not only protecting the law, he's protecting his whole identity. Mm-hmm. You know how he sees everything, and uh, he's lived his life trying to be good enough for God to not zap him. Mm-hmm. And so when he unleashes anger at all these people, he's unleashing uh, his own insecurity, his mm-hmm. own fear about who he is. Uh, he just happens to be, you know, brash enough to think, to, to not be able mm. to see that, I mm. guess, you know. Uh, and, and so I do. I think um, I think people are, sometimes when they come at things, they're trying to prove their own faith. Mm. You know what? The, the way that people will know how devout I am is how ugly I can be to that guy who's not devout. Mm. If I can show that I'm against them enough, mm. people will know that I'm for God because mm. they don't have enough faith in the fact that God loves that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, let alone that the God loves them, and uh, that's hard. Yeah, you know, super yeah. super hard. I don't, know if I don't read all that intertestamental. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> took a class on it once. <laughs> there's a sermon in there somewhere. There is. There's got to be. Yeah. yeah, it's the, it's that's from good, the first book of Blomberg. Thank you. I appreciate that. We uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, be praying for the church at West Franklin with Matt. Be praying for the church at West End with Brandon. If you're looking for a spot in Franklin, uh, hit up Matt. If you're looking for a spot in Columbia, Brandon's there with his team. Uh, we just want to walk with you. This series is going to be fantastic. Uh, the beginning is happening, and uh, we'll join you back next week. Hit the subscribe button, uh, and we will go from there. Have a great week.